Every persistent or reoccurring issue in your life is a solution for another problem you're not looking at. And then we start pulling out those beliefs and things change. You suddenly have more money or you're healthier, your relationships start to work or your business starts to take off. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. And boy, do we have an exciting episode lined up for you today. Today's guest is a dear friend of mine, and he has created with a previous guest on this show, the one and only Courtney Lyons, a phenomenal new event called the Wealthy Healer Summit. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one. The only, the legendary Shiraz Babu. Welcome to the show, Shiraz. Hey, thanks, Nikki. Great to be here. Great to be here with you too, my friend. An honor to have you join us today. Man, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today, brother. I'm looking forward to it as well. Awesome. Shiraz, let me tell you a bit about the Thought Leader Revolution podcast. We are a show dedicated to serving the entrepreneur. The men and women that listen to the show are those who have a dream, who have a desire to make a difference in the world. And they believe in freedom. They believe in free expression. They believe in free enterprise. And they listen to the show because they want to learn from you and me about how they can live life as the best version of themselves and make the difference they were born to make through their business, through their practice. And they listen to the show because they want to learn from you, brother. They want to absorb everything you have to give them. But before they can do that, they need to get to know you, man. So tell us your backstory, brother. How'd you get to be the great Shiraz Babu? Okay, the backstory. Well, the backstory for me, it's, it wasn't a sort of rags to riches kind of thing. It was more of things were really great for me. And I just started university. I had the world in front of me. I was going to do such amazing things. And all of a sudden, I got hit with rheumatoid arthritis. And I don't mean like my shoulders started to hurt. I mean pain in every single joint in my body. There were nights where I sipped my dinner through a straw because my jaw was so swollen. Right? Oh, my God. This is, this is the yeah, this is the kind of life I started to lead. There was days I had to crawl to the bathroom because my body wouldn't support me. And it was just like, oh, so this is my life now. Great. And we tried medication. We tried supplements. We tried diet. You know, uh, you know, you, you, someone said, yoga will work. Try to do yoga when you're in that much pain, right? So, and <laughs> not working, right? It was just, it was crazy. Sometimes things would work for a little while and then it would just go away again. And... I w it would go into remission on, and in some cases, but then it would come back. And the only thing I really learned to do was live through the pain and function through the pain. And it was interesting because I could see a lot of people thought that I had somehow gotten to a point where I was out of pain, but it was just, I was so good at masking the pain when I was in it constantly. And that's just how I lived my life. 
And this went on for almost 20 years. And finally, I had a discussion with my father and I said, have you heard of anything, anything we haven't tried? And he said, well, there's one program that I've heard about called Combined Therapy, and they've had success with multiple illnesses. And that caught my attention because it's usually you go here for cancer, you go here for arthritis, you go here for diabetes. But he's like, no, no, it's for every illness. I'm like, that's weird. But, you know, we've tried everything that I could think of. Let's try this. And so I went into this program and it was not what I expected at all. I expected some sort of treatment to go on. And it was just this guy talking to me for two weeks, asking me everything about my life. And I'm thinking, where is he going with this? I'm supposed to be here for a treatment of some sort. But he just talked, asked all these little small details. And after two weeks, he said, okay, Shiraz, this is the problem. You believe you're responsible for everyone in your life. I looked at him and I went, no, I don't. And he said, I know you don't consciously think that, but from what we've talked about, from the history of what's gone in your life, you've created an unconscious belief that you're responsible for everyone in your life. And I thought about it and I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm a responsible person. I know that. I remember growing up and we'd be out and I was the one that didn't drink and took care of everyone and made sure they got home okay. But I didn't think I was responsible for everyone. And then I said, wait a sec, wait a sec. Even if that's true, what does that have to do with arthritis? And he said, well, you don't want to be responsible for everyone, right? I said, of course not. He said, and if you're lying in bed in pain, you don't have to be responsible for anyone and you don't have to feel guilty about it and no one can fault you for it. It's a solution to a problem you don't even realize you have. I just sat there. <laughs> what? <laughs> right? That was just such a messed up concept to me. Why would I do that to my body? just to get out of being responsible. Why didn't I just say, you know, I don't want to do that. But he, he pointed out that a lot of chronic illnesses, this is, what it, this is what it is. Deep down, you're afraid to say no when someone needs you, because if everyone's needing you all the time, it's just too much and too overwhelming. So you create a physical reason to be able to say no without guilt. And that's what I'd done. And then I went, okay, wait a sec. If this is true, all I have to do is say, I'm not going to be responsible for anyone but me. And the arthritis should go away. And he said, if you mean it deep down, that you're not going to be responsible for anyone but you, you don't need the arthritis. So I said, okay, I'm not going to be responsible for anyone but me. And I woke up the next morning, no pain, no inflammation, more mobility. I could even breathe easier. And I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm like, what happened? What was that? And, but that was it. There was no reason for the arthritis. So it left my body. Wow. And that was it. That was the start of all of this. <laughs> and from there, you know, actually, actually from there, I just went back to work because I'm like, now I can work. I don't have arthritis. I didn't think about, wait, there's bigger implications here. But then other issues started to come in my life and I started to trace them down to the same thing. Every issue that you have that is constant or reoccurring is a solution for a problem you're not looking at. Every single one. If it's Say persistent. that again. That's powerful. Every persistent or reoccurring issue in your life is a solution for another problem you're not looking at. Okay? Wow. That's wow. what it comes down to. And working with this and experimenting and trying different techniques, different friends... I eventually got to a point where I can have a conversation with you 
and see where when you're lying. I can tell when your conscious beliefs match your unconscious beliefs. So like if someone had said, Shiraz, do you feel you're responsible for everyone in your life? I would have said no. But now if I had that conversation with myself, I'd be like, oh, that's coming up as a lie. You're not telling the truth there. So there's an unconscious belief we need to look at. And then we dig down and find out what the actual belief or beliefs. A lot of times we stack a bunch of beliefs onto a single issue in our lives and use that issue to keep us safe. And then we start pulling out those beliefs and things change. You suddenly have more money or you're healthier, or your relationships start to work or your business starts to take off because it's all that persistent problem is just protecting you in a way you don't realize. Man, that's brilliant, brother. That's brilliant. So using this knowledge, you banish disease from your body. Yeah. And I wouldn't say banished because now my body and I have this relationship. If I'm doing something that's, let's say, out of, not out of character, but out of alignment with who I am. Right. If there's something that I'm feeling guilty about or, or really bad or about, then my arthritis starts to come back as this warning. That's, I, that's how I use it now. It starts to come back. I'm like, oh, what's going on? I look at it. I shift the belief in that area and it goes away again. Wow. That's incredible. Simply yeah, incredible. Thank you. thank you. But I've watched people do this with lack of time. If you don't have enough time, then when people say, can you, can you help me out, out with this? Or can you do this? Or can you do this? And you don't want to have to say no to them because you feel guilty. Oh, sorry, I don't have enough time. Or sorry, I can't afford it. Or sorry, whatever. You create the condition to protect yourself. Okay, so let's talk about me for a sec. I've had okay. a... Um, I've had golfer's elbow on my right elbow for a couple of months. What could that be all about? Okay. So first question is, do you want to have the golfer's elbow? Hell no. <laughs> no, it's no fun. Okay. That's not actually coming up as true. So there's an advantage in the golfer's elbow. If you didn't have the golfer's elbow, what would you be doing? It's just a lot more time in the golf course, or is it, is it other things that no, you could I'd, be I'd doing? No, I'm lifting weights. It's not. It's actually didn't come from 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 uh, from golfing. It came from not being able to from doing some exercise. And now there's a few things I can't do. Like I can't do chin ups. I can't do uh, rows, and that's no fun. Okay. Is there anything else you can't do because of this? No, that's pretty much about it. Okay, so again, not quite true. Did, did you you really love those doing those things at the gym? I, I adore doing those things at the gym. They're two of my favorite exercises, plus they keep me strong. Okay, so that's coming up true. Do you have time to do all that? I make time. Okay, do you feel guilty about taking time away from your business to spend time at the gym? No. That's not quite true. Do you feel guilty about taking time away from anything else to make time at the gym? I don't, I don't feel guilty. No. Sometimes I feel like, I not feel, sometimes I think that maybe, you know, I should get up earlier to do all this. I have more time mm -hmm. to get things done. 
but I don't really come from guilt much. Okay. So you, then here's where it comes down. The thought is maybe I should get up earlier so I have more time to get things done. So we're going to, I don't have enough time to get things done in my day. I definitely feel that way for sure. (laughs) Okay. So are you sacrificing the gym to make time for other things? No, I'm not. That's not coming up true. So that's what's going down. And there's a, there's a couple layers here because number one is this pre- prevailing story, I don't have enough time. And when you have a story of I don't have enough time, mm. you actually create conditions to perpetuate that story so you can be right about the story. Mm. One thing humans love more than anything else is to be right. Yeah, it's my favorite thing in the world, I must admit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this is the thing, I've seen people choose being right over being happy, over being rich, over being wealthy. Like It's amazing, over being successful. So let's, let's go to the first part and then we'll go a little deeper to the, the time. So I'm gonna ask you, are you willing to destroy a belief? And yeah, when I yeah. ask you, if you say yes and you mean it, and I'll be able to tell, just like I can tell the, t- the truth and the lie. If you say yes and you mean it, then that belief will just get snuffed out in that moment. Hell yeah, okay? I'm going to snuff out a belief. If it's not serving me, oh. damn straight. Yep. Okay. So are you willing to destroy the belief that you have to sacrifice your time at the gym to make time for other things? Yes. Oh, yeah, there we go. Sorry, I yawn when this happens. <sighs> Because everything is energy, including beliefs, and my body reacts when energy shifts. Okay. Are you willing to destroy the belief that you never have enough time in the day to do everything that needs to be done? Hmm. Wow, you're, I can feel there's resistance on it. There like you is, don't want to yeah. give that. So what do you love about not having enough time or being able to say, I never have enough time? It, it 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 strikes me as I there's a part of me that thinks that that's just that's that's not a belief that's the truth. Okay, who taught you that? I don't know. There was any one individual, but okay. a bunch of different people, the world, my own experience. Okay, so what happens is is you can get taught by someone. In order to succeed, you've got to be working hard all the time. You've got yeah, to push yourself Yeah, that's my mom hard. and dad. They taught me that. Okay. Okay. So that is one possibility to create success. Right? And I can it's hear a my mom's voice telling me that right now as you say this. <laughs> you okay. have to work hard. <laughs> yep. That's it. And that's what a lot of people get taught. You have to work hard to succeed. But you don't. Okay? There's a key thing that's missing there. It's you have to be willing to work hard to succeed. Mm, yeah, I can buy that. That's a way better belief. It is, right? And and this is the thing, because I'm willing to work hard to succeed, especially like my last Monday of the month, I do the events from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m., right? Straight through, right? <laughs> I work my ass off that day. And I'm willing to do that because that's where uh, new people get to know me and we, we start the process of, of my, um, my funnel for my business. And there are other days like this weekend, I worked for the whole weekend, I worked hard because I'm willing to do that. And so you will end up doing that. But I'm also willing to sit on my ass and have money drop in my bank account. I'm totally willing to do that. 
and anything yeah, in between. I'm willing. And as a result, that's how my life shows up. Sometimes I'm working hard, sometimes I'm hardly working. And the, the flow of money still goes on. The, the increase in success, because the, the days I'm not working hard, connections show up and opportunities show up. And then I work hard on those and then I, I ease off and things still happen because I'm not in work hard to succeed. Because if you have to work hard to succeed, you can't take vacation. You can't get sick. You can't take break off that because anytime you take a break, you're not working hard and your success starts to diminish. Hmm. That's how the belief controls you. So are you willing to destroy this belief you got from your parents that you have to work hard to succeed? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And this is, this is a very common belief, and this is what actually led to uh, the Wealthy Healers Summit and some other things I've done, is these beliefs I see people stuck in, and entrepreneurs are stuck in a bunch of beliefs like this. And it's not even I have to work hard to succeed. There's another side of it, which is I have to show everyone I'm working hard so that they don't say, well, you don't deserve what you have. Right? I got to show them I'm earning every cent and I'm worthy of it. And the show energy isn't actually about working hard. It's just you cause yourself to work harder so people can see it when you don't need to. Yeah, I'm kind of in a space right now where I want to take on a belief that I, I and I want to make sure I, I phrase this properly, but that people's good opinion of me doesn't matter to me. Okay. And this is this is a big thing. You want to care about other people, but you don't want to care what they think of you. Yeah. Right. Okay. Bingo, brother. Bingo. So I've been someone who has cared about what people think of me for a big chunk of his life. And and lately I've started to realize that doesn't serve them or me. And so, yeah. you know, I'm I'm I have managed to uh chip away at that belief, but not completely destroy it. Okay. Yeah, and there's a, there's a big part there because if you're trying to create your life so you can get the right opinions from people, they actually control your life, not you. Exactly, and I've realized that. Right. Not a good and way sometimes, to Yep, and sometimes they don't even control your life because you're, you may be trying to get an opinion that, that the person doesn't even require from you, but you think they do, and you're letting that imaginary judgment of them control your life. Bingo. Okay. So are you willing to destroy the belief that you have to make sure everyone has the correct judgments of who you are? Yes, sir. Ooh, wow, that's a, that was a big one. <laughs> I feel some physical shifts in my body. I feel lighter. I was just about to ask you that. When these shifts occur, people often feel it in their body. And here's the cool thing. Some people listening to this right now are feeling those shifts as well. That's awesome. That's totally awesome. This is the process. People will feel it in different ways. I, I don't know if you can explain what your shifts are. Well, I just felt like there was something tense in my mm -hmm. upper body, my torso, that just released. 
and I just feel lighter. I feel like I dropped a ton of weight, mm-hmm. you know, like literally a ton of weight is just gone. Yep. You know the book Atlas Shrugged? I know of it. haven't read it yet. Oh, you must read it. It's one of the greatest books of all time. But I feel like Atlas, and I shrugged. Okay. <laughs> and that big weight is no longer there. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow. Okay, but now here's here's the warning, okay? <laughs> so when you create these beliefs, you're actually creating neurons in your brain to store the beliefs. And when you make a story out of this belief, which means that it's a repetitive story, this thing comes up over and over again, you got to make sure you do this, make sure you do this, you see judgments and go into reactions, so then you've got to change what you do. You're creating neurons for every one of those. And the brain loves to be organized. So any similar neurons, it clusters together. So whereas you could have these streams of consciousness about having to show everyone how hard you work or, or making sure everyone has the right opinion of you, now you've got this river of consciousness because all those neurons are clustered. Now, what we just did was we deleted a bunch of those neurons, right? So we're, we're physically changing what's going on in your brain. The thing is, sometimes when we hit a key belief, we destroy the whole cluster. Sometimes we just remove some of the neurons, but the cluster is still there, which creates an addiction. This is how we form our habits and our not just our what we do, but how we think. So you have to be aware and vigilant of what's going on this new state you're in to stay in it or the habits are going to pull you back and that's why when i work with people we work for a period of time so we hit more neurons and more neurons and more neurons call that cause that lump of neurons to dissolve until it's nothing and then you're out of it and you're in a new space you've created a new lump of neurons somewhere else with a new belief pattern that serves you best and then from there you can decide well that that new patch of neurons that works for me and it's given me more success. You know what? I want to get rid of that because I want to create another one that gives me even more success. And this is the actual process that goes through people when they create success. But by using this method, we shortcut it. We eliminate the neurons way faster, create the new ones way faster, and your business or your life, your relationships just take off. Shiraz, this is stunningly awesome and effective. I mean, how long did we just spend doing this? Something like 10, 11 minutes? Yeah. And I thought, okay, let's try it because people listening to this could benefit from the experience. And I could too. This is my clean little secret, eh? Well, I bring on the best thought leaders in the world. <laughs> they coach me on the show. It's amazing. And you know, so thank you for that. It, it's a it's a wonderful value exchange because you know you get to bring this to an audience that doesn't know about it, and I get to benefit from having you teach this audience. So it gives me uh, greater credibility in the eyes of my audience, and I also get to benefit from it personally. So it's a beautiful and fantastic thing. So this is part of the work that you do. So how does this tie in to this incredible Wealthy Healer Summit that you've put together with Courtney? So with the summit, I've found that healers, and by healers, I don't mean strictly energy healers. I mean coaches, I mean uh, physiotherapists, RMTs, um, counselors. There's a lot of them, 
they feel that what they do is is a gift, and a gift should not uh, cost a lot. It should be something that should be given away. They also have a belief that they should just be doing their work and not making money, right? And a lot of them don't even know how to create a business, and they don't look for it because of all the mindset issues. So in the summit, we're going to be hitting those mindset issues. I've got a whole bunch of coaches that are amazing with mindset that are going to help you. I'm going to be doing these techniques during the summit for the audience. So to help them out in that way. But then we've also got other people, thought leaders, people that know how to do social media, right? People know how to get funding for your business, people that know how about branding, about taking your business and making a package or a course out of it, just all the things, practical ways to build the business. And when you get the mindset out of the way that you can do those and then get that knowledge from those other experts on what to do, your business can just take off. And this is aimed at healers, but any entrepreneur that's having these issues, they can show up and they can get a, a lot of value out of this world whole summit because we're going to have some, so many great speakers and so much learning going on. And it, it just stemmed because I've, as, like people consider me a healer, although I, I call myself a reality shifting specialist because I don't heal per se. I just shift beliefs and reality shifts accordingly. But the healers I know, a lot of them are struggling because they're in the wrong mindset. You know, there's and so much I, truth to that, isn't there, Shiraz? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I don't want to see people that are making a difference in people's lives in big ways, struggling just to pay their bills. You know, I got to tell you, this isn't just a problem that healers have, although it's definitely a problem that healers have. There's a lot of people that are in business for themselves, right? That are solopreneurs, mm -hmm. they're coaches, they're consultants, they're authors, they're speakers. And they got into it because they care, they want to make a difference for people. And they have been inundated with this negative belief, this untruth that they got to pick between making a difference and making money. And if they're making money, somehow that must mean they're not making a difference. And if they're making a difference, that means they can't make money. And that's, that's, that's definitely wrong. It's incorrect. I mean, one of the folks that's in our, our program in East Circle Academy, Dr. Val, she has been somebody who is a great example of someone who makes a huge difference for a lot of people and she makes no bones about it that she's running a practice and a business and it's a wonderful thing that she has a practice and a business and she also makes a difference for people and it's 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 one of the things that she wants people in her profession to understand is that you can have both and i believe mm -hmm. that you can and you should have both and I'm a stand for that too. That's why I'm so excited that you know we we have been honored to be chosen by you to be speakers at your at your event because I think that more people should come to the realization that they can have both, they should have both, they deserve to have both. And if what you did with me today is the sort of work that you can do with the people that attend your event, I think you're going to make a difference for a whole lot of people, brother. Thank you. That is the intention. And that's why I've picked speakers like you to come in, because I know the difference you're making in the world. And I want to get you in front of a big audience so you can have an impact on them as well. Amen, brother. Amen. And God bless your heart. Okay, so how do people go and register for this event? How do they find out more about you? So for the event, it's really easy. Wealthyhealers.com. You just go to that and, and register. And for me, 
the ooh, there's a bunch of ways, but my company name is Energetic Magic. So you can go to energeticmagic.com or for if you're just looking strictly for working with me and clearing a whole bunch of beliefs and having transformation, shirazshifts.com is in Shiraz Shifts Your Reality, shirazshifts.com. Okay. We're going to make sure we put all that information in the show notes. Okay. So people can access all of that. I think that's absolutely fantastic. What you do, Shiraz, is super, super important. I'm really glad you're doing this. And thank you so much for coming on the show to talk about this. And, oh, thank you, know, you for having It's my pleasure. It really is. You and Courtney are doing something good here for the world, and you're definitely doing something good for healers. Uh, I, I think that good people deserve to live a life where they make a difference and make a fortune. Both of those oh. are important, and good people deserve to have both. Yeah. And the thing I love about Courtney's contribution to this is I had gotten out of those beliefs and I was making a difference. I was making money. And I started working with Courtney. And the amount of times she said, you know, you can automate that. You know, you can automate that. And yeah. she's taken so much work off my plate just by automation. It's crazy. You gotta love that. You gotta love that. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to have an offline conversation with her because I want to find out more about what she does because automation is definitely something that's... Um, important to me and i think it's important to a lot of my clients so uh who knows stay tuned we may be doing some more things with courtney over and above the summit uh thank you so much for connecting me with her and um, i'm excited to have this podcast episode out so you're going to come out a week after courtney and boom boom that's going to give you guys a double whammy in terms of uh getting to the audience and being able to to really share your heart, your love with them and make a difference for them. We're going to make sure that all this information goes into the show notes. Shiraz, man, it's an honor to be here having this conversation with you. Thank you so much. We're looking forward to participating in the Wealthy Healer Summit and God bless you for the difference that you make in the world, brother. Thank you. God bless you for the exactly the same thing. It's been great being on you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's incredible guest, the one and only Shiraz Babu, go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com, check out the show notes, or go to wherever you listen to this podcast, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, go to the show notes over there. You're going to get all the information about Shiraz, about the Wealthy Healer Summit, and if you are interested in finding out how you can be the best version of yourself, just like Shiraz and Courtney are being the best version of themselves, Go to eCircleAcademy.com. Check out all the free resources that we offer there that will really help you bring out the best within you and monetize it in such a way that you're making a huge difference and you're making a fortune. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.